You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Jets podcast for Thursday, April 1st, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I'd like to begin today's show with a special shout out to subscribers to this podcast and to join that community. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast source and click the subscribe button and we will deliver new episodes to your device each morning as they are posted. As this is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets, we have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday through most of the year. Of course, with the NFL draft approaching, the focus is on the quarterback position for the New York Jets. And on today's show, what I'd like to talk about is the current quarterback, Sam Darnold, because he has been the topic of debate in this fan base for a very long time. You know, you could go back years, but especially during this offseason, because there are some fans who would like to see the Jets stick with Sam. And there are others, and based on my interactions, I think the majority of fans fall into the other category where they would like to move on. And throughout this offseason, I have offered you some insight into my thinking on Sam Darnold's, you know, maybe a mailbag question here, a, a comment there. But I wanted to really use this show to give you my complete insight on where things stand with Sam Darnold. And I think to begin, I think need to state the obvious. It's disappointing that we're even at this point. We've been here plenty of times before where the Jets drafted a quarterback early. We have so many hopes put into this quarterback, and you reach a point where you start considering other options. It's not a good spot to be in, but it's where we are, It's a, and we all know how we got here. We all know what some of the factors were in getting here, but we're here. We're at a point where we are really talking about potentially moving forward. And you go back three years, the Jets gave up a lot to get Sam Darnold. First of all, they traded up from six to three in the 2018 NFL draft. They gave up three second round picks. And on top of that, they used an early first round pick at the quarterback position. And as always, when you, you use a pick at one position, it means you cannot use it to address other areas on your roster. You only get one each year. And the Jets really used more than one on, on Sam because, again, they traded the Colts three second-round picks, so the Jets gave up a lot to get Sam. But ultimately, that doesn't matter. And I think that that's, that's something that's said frequently in situations like this. You talk about, we gave up so much, we have to try and make this work. But it's the sunk cost fa fallacy. It doesn't matter what happens going forward. To be honest with you, it did not matter what happened from the moment the Jets made the trade. Those picks were gone. Those picks we're never coming back. And it's true in the NFL that general managers sometimes focus more on what they gave up, the resources they expended to get a player than they should, because ultimately, the second you give up a resource to get a player, those resources are gone. But there are other factors that come into play. You have general managers who will keep a guy who is a first-round pick 
because they drafted him in the first round. It would look really bad for that GM if they let him they, if they let the first round pick go early. Even, even if the guy's not performing, you're not going to cut the first round pick because the first round pick you have a lot riding on him. There's a lot of embarrassment if you have to cut him. You have to explain it to the owner why you, why this guy you drafted in the first round failed. Yeah, you get a lot of criticism in the media. It's not it's not how you should look at things. And the further out you get from the decision, the easier it is to move on. Now, as far as the Jets go, it's a much easier decision for Joe Douglas than it would be for Mike McCagnan if he was still here from the simple standpoint that Joe Douglas did not draft Sam Darnold. Mike McCagnan did. And, you know, you saw that a couple of years ago. Douglas's first year, the Jets cut a third-round pick, Ja'Kai Polite, a guy they had just drafted a few months earlier. I don't think Mike McCagnan would have done that because McCagnan drafted Polite. Douglas didn't have any ties to Polite. And I don't think Joe Douglas would, would have cut his own third-round pick. It's much easier to, to move on from somebody from a move you did not make because you don't have to explain it. You can just blame it on your predecessor. And I think that's a factor that comes into play here for the Jets. It's not about what the Jets gave up. It's about the fact that Joe Douglas did not draft Sam Darnold. So that means that they're not going to fall into the trap of focusing on what they gave up to get Sam because that doesn't matter. In a different context, they might fall into that trap, but I don't think they will here, and I don't think that they should. And on the same note, the fact that you have invested three years in Darnold, well, that doesn't really matter either. You know, the Jets have given three years hoping to develop a quarterback, hoping that at this point of his career, he'd be able to take on more of the workload and... It hasn't happened, and unfortunately, you know, you look at this, you never want to look back as a fan and see that seasons were wasted. You Even when you lose, you want to feel like your team is moving in the right direction, whether they're rebuilding, whether they're, they're developing talent. You never want to look back and feel like nothing was accomplished in a season. You don't want to look back and see that when you were losing, you weren't even building to something bigger, but... That's the case in many ways with the Jets for the Jets over the last few years, and I think it's especially the case at the quarterback position where these years were largely squandered. And there, of course, were factors that contributed to that that had nothing to do with Sam Darnold, and he was not put really in a position to succeed. And we'll get to those discussions later. But ultimately, I mean, I think you have to look at this. I don't think you can look at this as I think the expression is throwing bad money after good. Jets have invested a lot in Sam Darnold, but sometimes you make a big investment and it just doesn't work out. And if you focus on trying to regain that investment, sometimes you miss an opportunity to move on to something better. And I think that that's the kind of trap the Jets will need to avoid this offseason, or at least you know as we approach the draft. And by all indications, it kind of feels like that's the direction we're heading, but I did want to address that at the start of the show, and we'll move on to some of the other topics ahead here on the Locked on Jets podcast on this Thursday. Chain stores have different price tiers for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are reliably low and the same for everybody. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
We've been telling you for a while now about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is best. It's Built Bar Madness. If you've been watching the college basketball tournament, you know that teams are competing to be crowned the best college basketball team of the year. Well, Built Bar has created its own competition. It's a tournament with a bracket trying to crown the best Built Bar flavor of 2021. And you can go to BuiltBar.com or to Twitter at Bar underscore Built to learn more. And remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. This is the Locked On Jets podcast on this Thursday, talking about where things are with Sam Darnold, at least in my opinion, as we are a few weeks away from the draft and the Jets are potentially looking at selecting a quarterback with the second overall pick. And if they do that, they would be drafting Darnold's replacement. And in the first segment, I talked about some of the issues around what the Jets gave up to Darnold and why they are really irrelevant Now, if you want to talk about an issue that's very relevant that I don't think gets enough attention, it's the contractual issue. Darnold is entering what I'm going to assume is the final year of his rookie contract because shortly after the draft, the Jets or whichever team Darnold is playing for will need to make a decision. And that is whether or not to pick up the fifth year option on his contract. When you are drafted in the first round, You get a four-year contract, but the team has an option for the fifth year. And the fifth year is much more expensive than the first four years, typically. And that's especially true for a quarterback. So this is really, really the last cheap year of Darnold. Then you can add on one year that would be more expensive. But the fifth year option decision has to be made by the team prior to the player's fourth season. So... With all of this in mind, it puts the Jets in kind of a tough spot because you have to assume they're not going to pick up the option. And part of the reason they're not going to pick up the option is that the fifth-year option is now guaranteed. If you pick it up, you have to pay the player the money on that contract. And it's Again, it's it's much pricier than the first four years of the rookie deal. This is the first year the fifth-year option is guaranteed. In the past, you've had up until the start of the... League, the league year of the player's fifth season, and you could cut the player without penalty. It made it much more risk-free because if the player has a bad fourth season, you could just cut him before the start of the new league year and you're set. This year, if you pick up Darnold's fifth-year option, you are guaranteeing that money for 2022. And again, it's not insubstantial. So if we're assuming that this is the last year of Darnold's contract, you have the opportunity to draft somebody. And if you draft somebody, you reset the clock. We've talked frequently on this show about the importance of the rookie contract for the quarterback. Because when you get a quarterback on a rookie contract, the first four years are very cheap for any drafted player. You get quality quarterback play, which for which the going rate in the NFL is $30 million or in that neighborhood, sometimes in excess. You get quality quarterback play at a huge discount and you can use the money that most teams are spending on the quarterback and you can use it to build out the rest of your roster it's the best opportunity you have to win in the sport and even if you don't draft a guy who's like a great great Aaron Rodgers level quarterback it allows you the flexibility 
cap-wise because you're not paying your – even if you have a guy who's just slightly above average who you draft, because you're not paying him that much, you can fill in the infrastructure that quarterback needs. And if you draft Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or one of these other guys, you reset the clock for the Jets. That clock is about to expire with Darnold in the final year of his rookie contract. But if you draft somebody else, now you have four more years of a cheap rookie of a cheap quarterback. And it's not the only determination, but it does matter. And along those lines, let's say you decide to bring Darnold back. Well, if you pick up the fifth year option, you're committing to him for two more years. And based on his level of play, that's tough to do. If you don't pick up the fifth-year option, then that means that you have to make a decision after this season. And you either have to give Darnold a big raise or you're going to have to find a different quarterback. I'm not saying that that should necessarily be the determining factor. There are situations where giving your quarterback one more year and figuring things out after the season is the right choice. But if you had to choose hypothetically between the two, I think you would choose resetting the clock and taking the rookie quarterback and knowing that you have a four-year window to build around this particular player. That's a factor. I'm not saying it's the only factor, but I think it's something that doesn't get discussed enough because many smart analysts believe that in all of professional sports, there's no greater financial advantage than having a quarterback on a rookie contract. And that's what you get. That's what we're almost finished with with Sam Darnold. And it's what you would get by drafting somebody second overall. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We have the Final Four coming up this weekend in college basketball. We have Houston and Baylor in one national semifinal. And in the other, you have UCLA versus Gonzaga in what can only be described as a rematch of the Adam Morrison game. You also have the NBA and NHL in full swing, and Bet Online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. It's also free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. It's one word with no space: L O C K E D O N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is the Locked on Jets podcast on this Thursday. And on today's show, I'm offering my thoughts on Jets quarterback Sam Darnold. If you've been paying attention through the offseason, it certainly seems like we are moving in the direction of the Jets drafting his replacement with the second pick in the 2021 NFL draft. There are some people who disagree with that idea, though. I think there are people who believe that Sam will be better moving forward without Adam Gase in a situation where hopefully he'll have a better supporting cast around him. And well, it's, it's tough to dis- it's tough to disagree with the idea that Darnold will be better. It would be difficult to be worse. And anytime you improve the surroundings around a quarterback, odds are you're going to get better play. The question is whether the play is going to be good enough. And I see a few issues with moving forward with Darnold. The first is that, you know, even in a bad situation, you want something that gives you confidence that moving forward, this guy could be really good. He could put the pieces together. And we just did not see that in 2020. We actually did see it a little bit in 2019, a little bit in 2018, enough and 
you did not you don't need to see a lot in a quarterback's rookie year to move forward with him. You you need to see a little bit more in year two, but year three you need to see it on a somewhat regular basis to justify continuing with a quarterback. And we just did not see that in Darnold. Aside from maybe a few highlight real plays, you know there was one late in the game against the 49ers. There was one on the touchdown the Jets scored against the Colts, but on a week-to-week basis, he just wasn't really doing anything to transcend his situation. You know, you're either making things better or you're not. Or you're—I always feel like in a quarterback, a quarterback either lifts the team up, or he's a passenger. He's a guy who just is as good as the circumstances around him are. You know, if the circumstances are good, he'll be okay. If they're not, he'll be bad. And Darnold looked like a guy who really was not making a difference. He looked like he was kind of a victim of the Jets' circumstances. But the biggest problem I see right here, and this is something I've discussed a few times on the show, is even if you blame the surroundings for Darnold's struggles, if you blame Adam Gase, and if you blame the offensive line, the receiver group, and I think it's fair. I think that these guys all led in an appreciable way to Darnold's demise. I think that they all have a lot of the blame for this, and I think the way the Jets have failed Darnold is one of the stories for his lack of development. But the problem is, even if you blame everything on the Jets, you're not going back to 2018. What you ha- You're not getting the quarterback you drafted out of USC. You're getting a guy who now has to do undo three years of bad habits he's, he's developed, three years where he hasn't learned better mechanics, three years where he hasn't really learned plays, he hasn't learned concepts that he can execute effectively. And it goes back to what I said, the last three years have been a waste. But when it comes to Darnold, in some ways, they've been worse than a waste because it's three years he now has to unlearn. So it, he's essentially gotten to the point where he's no longer a prospect He's a reclamation project, and that I see is a is a big obstacle. And if you look st- statistically, and st- st- um, stats aren't everything, but if you look statistically at quarterbacks like Sam Darnold, it's very rare that they ever amount to anything after getting off to such a bad beginning of their career. And you can talk about the specific circumstances Darnold had to deal with, how they were worse than most quarterbacks. Well, I think there are two responses to that. First of all, a lot of quarterbacks have very bad circumstances. But second of all, whenever you bring up that a player or a team is up against history in this way that nobody or no team in this situation has ever come back and had success, the response is always to talk about how the specifics are different. And that's not, I don't think that's ever really a great response because. Every single player, every single team is unique on some level in professional sports. And in some ways, the only thing that they have in common is that one thing. So in Darnold's case, yes, some of the specifics are different from other quarterbacks. The one thing he has in common with all of those quarterbacks is such a poor statistical beginning of his career. That's the same of all these quarterbacks. The only thing that they, the only common thread in all of them are the bad numbers. And the fact that in spite of all of their differences, every single one, or almost all of them, almost every single one with those bad numbers has not gone on to have success. I think that tells you something. So I would love to be more optimistic about Sam Darnold, but it's just what history shows us. 
it's going to be very difficult for him to recover. It's going to be very difficult for him to have a successful career. And part of me wonders whether he just needs a change of scenery, where if he is going to be a, rec- a successful reclamation project, maybe he just needs to get out of New York, go to a new team, you know, get out, get away from this fan base, this media. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else. Now, a couple caveats here. First of all, there has to be a quarterback good enough to draft for the Jets. I think the Jets believe that there is a quarterback good enough at two, but if you draft the wrong quarterback, essentially you're just prolonging this for three three more years. You're just doing it with a different quarterback, and we'll be right back here in 2024. So you have to make sure you draft the right guy. The second thing I'd say is that you do have to get decent value if you decide to trade Darnold. There's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping Darnold and drafting a quarterback. And I've put the line at a third-round pick, maybe an early fourth-round pick. And the reason for that is that's the stage of the draft where you have a reasonable expectation of getting somebody good. Once you get past the fourth round, it's kind of just a lottery ticket, especially, you know, I think the midway point of the fourth round is around the point where you're kind of lucky if you find a player. And at that point, I mean, Darnold's kind of a lottery ticket himself. So I don't really have a problem with keeping him if they can't get a good trade offer. And they can still draft a quarterback. And, you know, I talked about this on yesterday's mailbag. Yes, it will be awkward, but, you know, you have to build the best team possible. And a situation being a little bit awkward for Sam Darnold, that's not a very good reason to keep him. It's his job to be a professional. And he's not the first quarterback who's had to watch his successor be drafted and had to cope with that. And sometimes, you know, there occasionally there is a success story. The the parallel I always draw in this situation is what happened with the Chargers back in 2004. Drew Brees looked like a total bust his first couple of years in the NFL. That's the reason the Chargers drafted Philip Rivers because Brees looked like such a bust. And they kept Brees around and he ended up having a big season. And ultimately if the Jets keep Darnold around and he ends up turning things around and having a, a good season, They'll have a little bit of a dilemma on their hands, but it's not a bad dilemma. Having a young quarterback coming off a good season and a second blue chip prospect, most teams would love to have that problem. That's not really a problem. So I don't really think there's a problem. They don't, they don't really see the issue with keeping Darnold and drafting a quarterback if the if the trade value is not there. That said, if you can get like a day two pick for Darnold, that's something I would do because you know the most likely scenario is that it's not going to work out for him, and you'll probably get more value out of that pick. Anyway, so those are my thoughts on Darnold. I'm sure you have your own opinions on him, but I wanted to tell you what mine are. And that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Have a great Thursday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow for the final episode of the week.